0: the bbt show
1: what do you call three guys in their 30s making a podcast the brand beef and tom show featuring brandon want to get rich or die broke try beef a date which will live in if that's the gettysburg address right and Tom you paid 40
0: for that
2: hey everybody uh welcome back to the bbt show this is episode number 10 double digits brandon and tom here in indiana how you guys doing
1: aloha from indiana beef
0: <laughs> i like it aloha here from hawaii i'm in the room with uh what looks like the world's best dressed bank robber <laughs> brandon just got off work and he's got on a nice shirt with black pants and uh He's got what do you call that? A net gator pulled mm-hmm. up over his nose. <laughs> I feel like I'm shooting a music <laughs> video or something. He's got his headphones on too. <laughs> I've had
1: a I've had a bit of a cold the last couple of weeks and uh, last couple of weeks. No, last couple of days. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, Tom has small children in the house, so
0: want to uh, make sure I don't give anything to anybody. Brandon's being a team player by doing the podcast and doing his best to keep his germs to himself. So That's we right. appreciate
1: that. I offered to sit outside, but.
0: <laughs> yeah out with the chickens out with the chickens put me in the chicken coop <laughs> probably good acoustics in there <laughs> probably probably all those feathers oh. that act like a dampeners
1: man it kind of feels good to be doing a podcast we uh we went to this once every two week format instead of once a week and to be honest it's kind of refreshing like we're we're trying to put as much time into it as we can and like I think, I know me and Thomas had both had a couple of weeks that felt like months <laughs> packed yeah. into weeks and then like trying to keep this thing going on top of it, like got kind of stressful for a minute. So it's been kind of good to like feel
0: rejuvenated. I'm really excited to do it tonight. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's been about three weeks since we recorded one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. When we switched mm-hmm. to bi-weekly, we did the other one two weeks early. This one's like right up against the deadline. So yeah, <laughs> kind of stretched it out. But yeah, hey, what's our topic this week, Beefmeister? Uh topic this week is books. Something you guys are both experts in. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Read yeah, a whole we, bunch of them yeah. in my lifetime. <laughs> yeah, this week it's gonna be interesting. We uh when we started off this podcast, we said we've got a lot in common, but there are some things that we are very different on, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: So we always try to answer our question, you know, should three guys in their uh, early thirties be doing this? This week it's reading books.
0: <laughs> yeah uh one of us likes to read books fairly often i'm not i'm not even like a a crazy like a voracious reader i don't like i would
1: call you a voracious well <laughs> but compared to these two guys
0: <laughs> I'm, like i should be the editor of the oxford dictionary of english based on these guys only one so, of the three of us can be in a conversation and be like
1: oh i think i read a book about that one time. <laughs> yeah.
0: there's one topic for brandon i know he's read a book about um beef you read what book in your life, right?
1: uh yeah at least one update i have now read a book and a half really oh actually this week i'm going to double my books read intake. (laughs) it's about to happen
0: was that like i didn't know you've (laughs) been reading a book here recently
1: yeah i'm not enjoying it but (laughs) it's a requirement (laughs) for my
0: job so okay so this isn't just for pleasure not
1: only is it a book it's a super exciting one
0: it's that, called the new one minute manager one minute manager oh yeah it's
1: super awesome i
0: mm. <laughs> uh, brandon's got half his face covered but i can still tell he's being sarcastic i think yeah very. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so it's a requirement for you to read that book though yeah i
1: wouldn't be reading it if it was <laughs> not forced <laughs> upon me
0: beef have you seen that scene in the office where michael scott talks about uh the book he's writing on business management and he says <laughs> It's called somehow I manage, and I think he says on the cover, it's me with my arms crossed and my shirt sleeves rolled up, or something like that. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every time I hear that, I think it can't be worse than most of the business books out there, anyway. <laughs> I don't know. This one's pretty rough. It's really like theoretical, and I don't know. There was a, a when I was a teacher, I had to read a book about teaching, and it was this guy who's supposed to be a genius, like giving these, um, out of the box mindsets. You know what I mean? And he said, when he talked about being a pirate, he like got down on the floor and pretended to swim across the carpet and like the principal loved it. So we were all like, yeah, that's great. But behind closed doors, we were like, this is stupid.
1: (laughs) That's like the whole theory behind this one minute manager thing is that like, if you're doing your job right as a manager, you only need one minute with your employees to like coach them. Like with each employee or all of them together? Basically like with each employee, but. I took a new job. We'll talk about that later. But basically, like I'll have thirty-two employees. So I mean, like according to this book, I think I can show up for thirty-two minutes for the week and then adios. Like, <laughs> like
0: hey, that's what your book told me to do. <laughs> I set you guys up for success. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you told me to follow it, so here I am. <laughs> Sounds like that book, Four Hour Work Week, by Tim Ferriss. Now that's interesting because I one of the books that I read recently was about a CEO of a big company, and he took a very different approach to management. But we can kind of talk about that uh jeff bezos no (laughs) i heard a song uh i think bo burnham wrote it about jeff bezos it's called jeffrey bezos and it's catchy but it is very inappropriate (laughs) if i if i said the words to it we we would have to be explicit yeah we would have that big E (laughs) tag by we are pg-21 here at the bbt show so yeah (laughs) yeah we sometimes
1: push the limits but
0: yeah we try to stay non-explicit but that song is definitely explicit it's funny and and kind of like weird this messed with my brain and now i feel like i have to take a shower away but (laughs) oh (sighs) all right so braden you asked about maybe playing a game this week right we haven't done that in a while have we no i just thought it might be fun
1: if like i don't know maybe you like gave us a list of books you've read and we had to guess like if they were
0: real or not just Pretty sure B&B Ooh. never read them. Well, you can, you can yeah. look at these books. So uh, I got five questions here. Some of these are specifically about me. We had a game show where you and B fans were questions about each other, so you got to kind of test your knowledge of each other.
1: This will be... I won that, by the way. I just want to point that out. Yeah, brain I up. am the better
0: of the three friends in the room. <laughs> He's the best listener <laughs> Brandon's that guy in the Kleenex commercial. He's like the therapist on the street on a couch in the middle of an intersection talking to a guy, and the guy breaks down and starts crying. (laughs) Brandon's just emotionally in tune with everybody, I guess.
1: (laughs) Empathetic. There's a word for that, Tom. I'd expect better out of an English teacher.
0: Empathetic. Brandon's uh, word of the day toilet paper pays off again. All right. So I feel kind of like self-absorbed asking questions about me, but it's just all in the name of the show. All right. So I'm not trying to be any more maniac. Let's go. All right, some of these are about me. Some of these are b- about books in general. So, what subject did I read the most about in the last two years? So, which subject did I read the most about in the last two years? Was it A, business, B, health, C, video games, or D, religion slash theology? You want to hear the choices again? Mm, I heard them. Mm. I'm just thinking.
2: Okay. Is th- this is only
1: books, or is this like articles and yeah. everything? Uh, I'm just looking at my list of books. Is it okay. like one book or the amount of time you spent on a book? The number of books? Oh, okay. well, both really, but yeah. Books I mean like I know you're an avid Christian so I could see you like spending a lot of time like with your Bible.
0: Oh, <laughs> that's only yeah. one book I'm Leaving that out of the equation There's okay. 66 books in the Bible But yeah
1: <laughs> As far as I care it's one book For the purpose of this discussion
0: <laughs> right It's one book Yeah I know I kind of sounded like a douche When I said that yeah. <laughs> It's one big ass book
1: <laughs>
0: with Multiple oh, authors Let me tell you about that there Bible boy So what do you guys think it was
1: Um, I'm going to say business Just because you took a new job In a uh, sales role which is a different profession for you. So it would make sense that you're trying to brush up on your uh, professionalism. I'm going to go with the uh, religious
2: books just because I don't think there's too many books about video games. As I said,
0: all of these literally could be, (laughs) you guys gave me too much credit. It was actually see video games. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I didn't didn't think they made that many games uh, (laughs) or books about video games. No, I've, I've, We've got an episode about video games out there in case anybody's not listened to that. Um, I, I mentioned it there. I just think the industry is so fascinating. I spend more time reading about video games than I do playing <laughs> But It's sort of like hmm. the Wild West uh, of the tech world. Uh, I did read some books about sales and business, Brandon, so you were on the right track with that. I just read more about video games, and I did read some books about religion and theology. Uh, I just, once again, read more about video games. I guess I'm a little more shallow and immature than you guys thought. <laughs> Uh, yeah. We're both old for 1. Well, yeah, and they were mostly about the industry. Like, Brandon, I know you like business documentaries and stuff, so you probably get a kick out of some of these documentaries that they made about the books, not the books I themselves. make them in the movies, let me know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, question number two. I just finished a graphic novel, which is like a long comic book. Did that answer your question? No, I, I knew what that <laughs> oh, okay. was.
1: Just because I don't read them doesn't know I don't know what they mean. <laughs> okay.
0: The main character's name was Tony Chu. Chu is spelled C H U. And his secret power was being able to levitate any object, a master of every martial art, a psychic ability triggered by food, or mathematics skills to calculate criminals' location. I just want to stop you right here. <laughs>
1: Everybody <laughs> I know that reads books is always like, oh, reading books teaches me things. that makes me smarter. What the hell? <laughs> Are you learning from a book about a guy named Chu learning how to levitate himself?
0: So. I don't know if I'm learning anything, but they're fun. <laughs> this is a comic book. Yeah, it's a graphic novel. Which uh, this one, it was called Volume One. I think it was like the first five or six uh, comic books in this series, and they put them together in one, one book. I picked this up by the way. Quick shout out to a local business that books DVDs and games where they sell uh, books, DVDs, and games. Oh, man, that, that blows my mind. I thought were
1: was whole golf clubs.
0: <laughs> I went in there. I thought it was a hot dog stand. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so was Tony Chu... his name. Was his secret power... Hey, it, it's exactly what I need. Was a secret power the ability to levitate any object, master every martial art, a psychic ability triggered by food, or mathematic skills to calculate criminals' location?
1: I'm going with the uh, martial art I'm guessing he's like uh, Bruce Lee I'm going to guess because it's Thomas that it's mathematical
0: <laughs> actually it's a uh, psychic abilities triggered by food
1: all right, that one also that was a really second close answer
0: because <laughs> it's related to, food. <laughs> it was related to food I was digging that she's got the business owner she's got totes of graphic novels this was $3 and I looked at it and like there's all your Superman Batman which those are fine but I looked at it. This guy had like he'd bitten into an apple and he was like having a vision. I was like, well, this is something different. And I bought it thinking it was kind of a lighthearted thing. Well, it turns out this book was kind of messed up because he bites into like he bites into an apple and he can tell what pesticide was used on it, what orchard it came from, who picked it when it was, yeah. you know, sold and stuff like that. So he's a detective, right? Well, if he sees a dead body and he wants to learn about what happened to that person, you know what he does. Oh, (laughs) he he takes a three dollars for that. He takes a bite out of the dead body. Oh, (laughs) which it's really messed up, which I don't usually go for like the dark humor stuff, but it's a graphic novel. So it's a little cartoony, you know, it's definitely graphic. Yeah. The thing is. It's not like he takes a bite out of it and he's like sexually aroused. It's like he takes a bite out of it and he like gags like he doesn't enjoy it. He's doing it because he wants to help the person, you know what okay. I mean? So it's not like Sounds like a Nicolas Cage movie or something. It's- yeah. <laughs> so it's weird, but it's not like totally twisted, you know what I mean? Peach all day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Man, sometimes
1: uh, I'm like that though. <clears throat>
0: I uh, I tend take to a get, bite out of a dead body. No, I, t- I tend to get psychic when <laughs> it Last comes. Week, to food Last week, Brandon was talking about being awkward at funerals. <laughs> Brandon
2: spends his spare time at the mortuary.
0: I uh, I tend to be psychic when it comes to food. Like I, you can tell where it's from and
1: stuff. Oh, no, I get hungry and then I know I'm going to be eat pizza later. Oh uh, <laughs> You can tell the future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For like about ten
0: minutes, I'm calling Casey's <laughs> Brandon's hidden talent. He's got a crystal ball in his house. It's just Casey's. <laughs> Casey's is in your future. You got those uh, tennis
2: shoes. You just press the button, and Casey's pizza's delivered right to your <laughs> That's house. right. That's right.
0: <laughs> Except with Casey's, it'd probably be cowboy boots. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'd probably be Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> All right, Brandon, I think you'll like this question. What is the most I spent on a book in the last two years? Was it $20, $12, $35, or $8? I'm gonna say twenty dollars.
1: I don't think he'd spend I don't think he spent thirty dollars. Twenty dollars is pushing it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but that's like a brand new book probably. Like just came out, twenty bucks maybe.
1: I can't see Tom spending thirty five dollars or something unless it was autographed. No way. <laughs> or came with like a free meal or something.
2: <laughs> and got a got a coupon with you know, that.
1: Maybe a T shirt. Um I'm gonna go with twenty dollars because I think eight dollars he thinks that we'll think that he's being a tight ass. So somewhere I'm going to go with
0: $20. You guys both nailed it. It was $20. Although beef, your reasoning was a bit off because it wasn't a book that just came out. It was actually a book from the thirties. <laughs> well, he said cool. for $35. Uh, yeah, it was, a a book on drawing actually. I really, I guess if you talk to like art students, um, they'll know what it is, but it's called, um, I think fun with a pencil is the name of the book? Fun with the pencil. It sounds kind of inappropriate. I don't know. <laughs> <It's> not, <laughs> well, when you hear it out of context, it's not like I got it down at the kooky or the kink store, but <laughs> Fun with the pencil. <laughs> <laughs> It's a how to do We're drill. learning a <laughs> lot about Tom since is reading <game>. yes. <laughs> This is where we
1: really open up. <laughs> Some guy named Tower Chew that takes bites out of people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fun with a pencil. <laughs>
2: this is a graphic podcast
0: today. Like, Tom, why you got one of those big novelty pencils that's like a foot long? <laughs> Don't worry about it. All right. No, it's 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 really about drawing, okay? I don't want some people out there like, is this podcast going to go in a different direction? It's not. <laughs>
1: I'm taking notes to not touch any pencils in Thomas' little man cave in here.
0: Do you remember one of our mutual friends in third grade won some money off a bet over how many colored pencils he could stick up his nose? No. It rhymes with Smeethan. Really? <laughs> he stuck seven, oh. he, he stuck seven colored pencils up his nose in like third grade. Yeah. He does have a big freaking nose. <laughs> he does. <laughs> and he put it to good use. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, next question. So you don't have to know anything about me. It's if you follow news currently, which uh, I know, Brandon, this might put you at a slight disadvantage. Yeah. But <laughs> Okay. Which author whom I read last year, I think that's the correct grammatical way to state that, is currently running for political office? Is it Simon Sinek, J.D. Vance, Philip Reeves, or Dave Barry, Simon Sonic. Brandon was better uh, than that. You want the you want the guesses again, Beef? Who was the next to the last? Philip Reeves. I think I even know who that is.
1: I'll, I'll go with that one. Oh no, no wait! wait the the
2: Dave Barry guy, the uh, Florida guy, yeah,
0: yeah, he is. Yeah, I'm gonna go with him. I'm doing a quick Google search here to make sure that none of these other people are running for office. Okay. So I'm pretty sure this is the only one that's running for office. Brandon, are you doing that too?
1: (laughs) No, I was, I was making sure that the guy was who I thought he was.
0: Is he who you thought he was? Yeah. He's on the Ted talk thing. Yeah. He's got some Ted talks. Uh, so Brandon, you said Simon Sinek beef. You said Dave Barry. Yep, the correct answer is actually J.D. Vance. He is oh. running for, I believe, senator in Ohio. Uh, he wrote a book called "Hillbilly Elegy," which really took off and became really popular and well known. And now, it's not a movie? Politics? It is a movie. Yeah, uh, it just yeah. came out early this year, or late last year, with Amy Adams and I think Cloris Leachman. I haven't seen. The uh, movie I think it's, it's on yet. Netflix. I know we try not to delve into politics on the show, so I'm not going to say anything else other than I read the book. <laughs> and he's running for political <laughs> office. But, uh, but yeah, it was uh, J.D. Vance. Um, all right, so it's kind of switching it up. I don't know if you guys have heard of any of these books or not, but I, there was one audiobook I read or I listened to last year. <laughs> An audio book that I listened to last year, and I finished it all in one day. Was that book... The Winter King, The Man Who Knew Too Much, Mortal Engines, or Dune? Doom or doom? Doom. Dune? Doom. Dune. Dune. D-U-N Nancy E. There is a movie for Dune coming out this year that I'm very excited for. I'm going to say Dune. Well, what were the other choices? The Winter King, The Man Who Knew Too Much, and Mortal Engines.
2: I'm going to go with The Man Who Knew Too Much.
0: Nope. The answer is actually Mortal Engines. I did listen to... Well, I listened to three of these on audiobook. I read one of them. But um, Dune, I really liked it. But it was, it was like 24 hours long or something like that. But it was a really long <laughs> audiobook. Mortal Engines, I think the audiobook was like eight hours. But I listened to it at one and a half speed. And I was working on something that day. I don't remember what, but I was able to finish it in one day, which was nice. So that's a a nice short book. Who reads these like audio books? Is it like somebody with a good voice? I mean, well, the Dune one was really cool because like half the book, they had just a guy. um, Like is it Morgan Freeman? Well, for this one, they had a guy reading it. He did a really good job. But for half of the books, they like acted out all the scenes. And James Earl Jones was one of the bad guys in this audio book, which was awesome. <laughs> so, so they
1: had acting in a book.
0: Yeah, sometimes they'll act out.
1: Man, you should almost it. just like watch the
0: movie. <laughs> they don't skip over the narration parts. I think I've said this before, too, but Tisha and I are listening to the Harry Potter audiobooks right now. And Jim Dale, um, who does the voices, it's just <laughs> it's amazing. Everybody listens to those audio books that I talk to. They're like, man, I love those. I know. What's Brent, this
2: engine book about?
0: It's actually, I think it's like a, in the future, for whatever reason, they've taken the cities and they've put them on huge machines. And so like they, I think they came out with a movie about this two or three years ago. But the cities are on huge tracks on engines and they just basically roam around the earth, swallowing up smaller cities and stuff like that. So, Brandon's Brandon's giving me the signal that he's ready to move on. He's banging his microphone against his head. I'm just
1: contemplating my life decisions. Have arrived me at a moment where I'm on a podcast about reading books.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the whole podcast isn't about reading books, it's just this one episode. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell have I done to myself? Brandon looks like that guy saying, Give me one good reason not to jump. <laughs>
1: I'm going home to sit in my Camaro and listen to White Snake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I read a book about White Snake. No, I didn't. <laughs> All right, here's a baseball question to round things out, okay? 10 innings at Wrigley is about a legendary 1979 slugfest in which the Cubs scored 22 runs but actually lost. Who did they lose to? Was it the Phillies, the Cards, the Giants, or the Reds? So in 1979, the Cubs scored 22 runs in this game, but they lost. Did they lose to the Phillies, the Cards, the Giants, or the Reds? 1979. I'm
1: going to say the Reds.
2: Oh, that's what I was going to go with. Um,
0: 79. I'll go with the Phillies. Beef. You are correct. Hey. It was the Phillies. I'm in the lead. Yeah. Was <laughs> <laughs> that Mike Schmidt on that team? I think so, yeah. Uh, I'm going to sound like it. I just read this book, but I can't remember. I think Pete Rose was actually on the Phillies at that point, right, Beef? 79. Didn't he go to the Phillies after the race? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, I think Pete Rose was on the the Phillies at this point. I think and this was the right Cubs after would the, have had uh, was it the mean red machine? I think this was right after that. Sansa would have been oh, playing Red machine. Third the base red in 79 machine. yeah I think so, yeah. there's a story so with, the book was good because it talked about the game, but it like if like one person had like a big hit the author would give like the backstory on that person and how they got to that point in their career. And he's talking about, I think his name was Dave Kingman. Does that sound right? Beef a first baseman. That was a slugger. And uh, they called him Dave Kong Kingman, like King Kong. Um, And they talked about how he'd hit like 400 foot homers and stuff like that. And he wasn't like a huge guy, but he was just like naturally big, strong guy. (laughs) They said that one time at a party, um, it was on his boat, I think. And he had like, uh, kegs sitting in those big like 55 gallon plastic gallons full of ice you know what I mean and um, a guy needed to sit down and there wasn't room for him and <laughs> Dave Kingman was like oh don't worry I got you and he got it he stood up and he just lifted up this barrel full of ice and a keg of beer and moved it by himself <laughs> and the guy said i looked at another teammate and our eyeballs fell out of our heads <laughs> we like what the hell he just moved it like he yeah. was moving like you know <laughs> a footstool across the room or something like that so just a freak of nature that was a beef if you were ever going to read another book i think you might like that book you would probably like it too Braden. it's about baseball and pete rose is a big part of it and you know baseball <sighs> back in the days when men were men all right so beef congratulations you won that game hey thank you very much what's my prize my prize money let's see you got twenty five thousand dollars to north korea i think we're going to give you <laughs> you get uh ten dollars worth of books a million <laughs> dollars
1: hey
2: all right book. can i use it at the coffee shop there
0: <laughs> nope, yeah. it has to be on a book <laughs> maybe you can get a like a Kramer style coffee table book that turns into a coffee table beef.
2: <laughs> hey, didn't uh George read a bunch of books one episode and get real smart?
0: Yeah, it was when he, yeah. I forget, was it because he wasn't having... Er, 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 er. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yeah.
2: This
1: is completely off topic, but Beef, did you see uh Evander Holyfield's fight last night?
2: No, I. you know, I heard about it.
1: He looked but bad. But I didn't see it. He looked bad.
2: He's 58 years old. Yeah. What he, do you expect from the poor guy?
1: I, I. He looked bad. He looked worse. I think he looked worse than Chuck Dell did.
2: Yeah. I, I mean, I'm probably not going to watch it just because I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> 58 years old. And he's filling in for uh, De La Hoya. Yeah. Yeah. I, On like a last, last minute notice. I think you can just thing. call
1: anybody out at this point. Like. Logan Paul, Jake Paul, if you hear this, you guys are bitches. I'll fight you. <laughs> for for free or for <laughs> for money? For money.
2: I want to see Brandon
0: versus Jake Paul. That's that's what I want to see. Yeah,
1: I'll get in shape and everything.
0: I would pay out of my own pocket to fly to Vegas to see this. <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> all it takes is one, right? Yeah, all it takes is one.
1: <laughs> I'll fight both of you the same goddamn time. <laughs> Tavern rules.
0: If I knew that I wasn't going to get brain damage, and if I knew that I was going to get knocked out quickly, like, I mean, I would wake up in a hospital for a million dollars. You I, know what I would mean? take one on
1: the chin from Mike Dyson for the right amount of money.
0: But then if I turn into Cousin Eddie, and like, I piss my pants every time somebody turns on the microwave or something like that, <laughs> if I get brain damage, <laughs> then it's not worth it. <laughs> but- that's like
1: people are always like, man, there's no way I'd fight them. Like, I'd take a beating. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> Might touch to hit you one time, you're going to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to run across there like a banshee, give him everything I got, and go to sleep and get however much money.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, guys. So, Thomas just given us this list of books, and he's like, what sticks out in your mind? and I'm like the fact that there's 22 books on here. Like he's <laughs>
0: literally consumed these since last November. Yeah, and some of these are audiobooks, though so I didn't actually read them; I listened to them. Beef, beef caught out the one of them's called the Rat Catcher. He said, "What's that about somebody that catches rats?" <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a
2: book
1: about pest control. It's probably it's probably <laughs> part of the Ninja Turtle series or something.
0: There's this thing called <laughs> figurative language beef where you say one thing, but you actually mean another. <laughs> That's <It's> called
1: bullshitting. <laughs> that was actually... It can be deceiving. <laughs> I'm pretty good at figurative
0: speech. That was, <laughs> that was another uh, graphic novel that I picked up for discount. Yep, books, DVDs, and games. Uh, it's about this guy who... um, He was like a drug lord, but he turned in people that he knew to the FBI. Or somebody was turning in these people... And the rat catcher was the guy who, you know how somebody's a rat if they rat on one of their friends in the in the mafia or the mm. drug business? Well, this guy, they called him the rat catcher because as soon as somebody talked, they would mysteriously wind up dead. And they called him the rat catcher because he was killing all these people that snitched. And uh, so it was actually about the FBI in <laughs> a drug ring in Texas. So, um, yeah, it was it was good. It was enjoyable.
1: It actually sounds like an interesting story.
0: I mean... Yeah, it's like it would make a really good TV series or well, a movie. if there was a movie version, it would be <laughs> all about it. But. Even the graphic novels pushing it for Brandon maybe that much. <laughs> picture book maybe? I don't know. <laughs> well, that's, there's pictures on every page. There's more pictures than words. Well, you know, so <laughs> pictures take up most of the page. How many books do you think you've read in your life, Tom? I don't know. Rough estimate. I mean, probably 20 books a year since I was 10. And I'm not counting, like, picture books. or something that you read when you're real little. You know what I mean? That's like five hundred books. So, I mean, probably. I mean, that's probably a good estimate. Um, some people read like the thing that's interesting too is some people that don't like brag about it or talk about it. If you talk to them, it's like they read a book a week, which is more than I read, and that's a lot. You know what I mean? But it's nothing for them. It's just like I think instead of like defaulting to their phone or their TV or something like that, they default to reading a book.
1: I can't believe that people like freaking mm-hmm. enjoy reading. Like. <laughs> like it blows when i was a kid when i got in trouble my punishment i had this little red plastic chair and i had to go sit in my freaking room and read <laughs> <laughs> like that, that was because my mom it was like to work like she's like you want like it started out she's like you want an ass beating or do you want to go read for 10 minutes i would be like ass beating <laughs> and then it just got to where i had to go read <laughs> <laughs> Tom would you rather uh, read a book or watch a movie?
0: I thought you were going to say would you rather read a book or get your ass kicked. <laughs> um well it depends if it's a really really good movie. Sometimes the movie is better than the book. I know you're not supposed to say that. you said it. <laughs> but sometimes it's true. <laughs> but sometimes the books are so sometimes the books are better than the movie. and it, You know, it just depends. How please tell me
1: how a book is ever better than a movie.
0: There's just so much more. I mean so those these Harry Potter audiobooks that we listen to, some of them are long, some of them are a bit longer than they could be. okay, I'll admit that they're not perfect, but um and like Lord of the Rings, one of my probably my favorite book series of all time like there they there's these part in these books where a guy'll stand up and sing the song about trees for like two pages, and I just skipped it. <laughs> so <laughs> like, like
1: how long does it take to read a book like that?
0: Well, I mean, it depends on well Lord of the Rings, the whole trilogy, which is three books, I think is like. I don't know six or seven hundred pages. It took me a while. It took me a couple months. But okay, a
1: couple months, yeah. I can watch a feature film <laughs> in eighty-two minutes.
0: <laughs> Notice he said feature film instead of movie because he's wanting to sound smart. <laughs> uh, no, what I mean, I'm dead serious. Like, well, huh. it's like so. I start reading the book, and if after like an hour, if I'm not enjoying the book. I stopped. Like the movie Top Gun. You got Kenny Loggins.
1: You know, highway to the... You got, you got some badass music. You got fighter planes. You got motorcycles. Well, Kenny Loggins
2: was uh, the reading the audio book to you. <laughs> I just thought
1: like it wouldn't be as good like
0: well, okay, but Top Gun's an action movie about like fighter jets. You see <laughs> fighter jets going at it like that well, they be, can add sound effects. That'd in be there. so
1: much better if I could
0: just read about it. I feel like, So well, no one ever. Okay, but you're talking about a Tom Cruise action movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. Uh, have you ever? Seen, I mean, it'd be hard
1: watching Miss or uh, reading Mission Impossible. Have you ever seen Seven Pounds with uh,
0: Will Smith? Yeah. No, I haven't seen yeah, it. Well, but.
1: that's a really serious movie. That's not and you get to see, like, the raw emotion in his face, like, I don't know. I just have a hard time seeing where it would Depends be on that. the uh,
2: the author of the book uh, describing the emotions, too.
0: Yeah. Yeah, sometimes when people write about something, it's kind of painful and awkward, but <laughs> if it's portrayed on screen, then it's, like, <laughs> you can relate to it easier.
2: Like, I, I feel like I'd have a hard time reading the Star Wars books rather than watching the movies.
0: Well, the thing is, like, with the Harry Potter, I, so I actually haven't seen the movies, but people have always said that stuff gets left you out. You haven't the- seen the Harry Potter movies? No, Tisha and I are waiting until we finish the last audio book, and then we're going to watch them I, all together. I, think I borrowed them. From you, you did, and you <laughs> haven't seen them? No, those were. Well, they're
2: still. Uh, they're still making Harry Potter books. You're going to have a ways to go.
0: Yeah, well, like Harry Potter related books, I think. Right. Yeah, it's like yeah. A, in the universe. It's in the universe, it's like Marvel. Mm-hmm they're but branching off there's stuff that has to get cut out of the books to be put in the movie you know what i mean and i'm not saying every single word that's in the book absolutely has to be there but um there's just so much more like if you like the characters in a movie it's like wouldn't you like to know a little bit more about the characters so about one
1: thing i like about movies over a book is like i can watch it you can watch it beef can watch it the Pope can watch it, the president can watch it, and a nun can watch it, and we all get the same experience.
0: <laughs> nun can watch yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like
1: a serial killer, it doesn't matter. We all see like the exact same thing. If you read a book, I read the book, which isn't gonna happen. <laughs> 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 Beef's also not gonna read a book. But if we all did, we're all gonna like have a little bit different experience. We're all gonna see the characters a little bit differently. So like for me, I think a movie's better because like i like to talk about movies and like what i've watched and stuff so it's more interesting for me to have a conversation about it knowing that like my experience was the same as your experience as where with a book it could be different and maybe we interpreted it differently and
0: yeah but i don't necessarily think that's a bad thing about books i know that some people take it to extremes and they they read a book and they use it as an excuse to try and sound smart and they like uh, there's one person we're probably both thinking of that we went to high school with who he had to have an opinion different from everybody else's. <laughs> and you get people mm. like that that when they read a book it's annoying because it's like did you really think that or are you just trying to be sound smart and different and unique? Um, I'll take this out. I'll talk about That's what I figured. <laughs> but... I, I, yeah, you guys I'm knew who out. I was talking about.
1: When you said a different opinion I was, like,
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. I was kind of thinking oh he might listen to this possibly. Yeah, so uh, I'll take out
0: the name. <laughs> <laughs> um but it's not necessarily a bad thing. You read the same words, but you might picture the characters you mean you might picture the characters a little bit differently and there might be one thing, but even still in a movie, like there's something in a movie and like it doesn't make total sense, you know what I mean? And somebody's like, Oh, that's supposed to be blah, 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 and another person might say, Oh, well, I actually thought you know what I mean? So there's even a little bit of that in the movies, but I like that mm. if two people read a book, they read the exact same words, but they come away with slightly different impressions of it. I do understand the value, though, of being able to watch a movie. And, like, right after the movie, you saw the exact same thing, and you can kind of connect with somebody. You know what I like mean? I'm,
1: like, I'm, for instance, I'm thinking of Forrest Gump, the scene where, like, Lieutenant Dan comes to see Forrest. Forrest is on the shrimp boat, and he's waving with that big, goofy <laughs> smile. And he's like, Lieutenant hmm. Dan, you ain't got no legs. And, like, yeah. <laughs> like, it's, like, super iconic. Like, I don't know. I just, like, feel like in the book it'd be, like, you know, Forrest mans the boat out in the harbor. Lieutenant Dan arrives, missing his legs. Forrest waves to Lieutenant Dan. Like, it's just well, not- that's because you
0: haven't read a book since you were like six. and that's how It's you not was- as exciting. <laughs> I mean, if you read a book, it's like, i I don't even know how to explain it. I should be able to explain it better, but. Um, I think that we should all three of us read a book, choose a book and read it,
2: and uh, come back on the podcast in a few weeks and do a book of our results.
0: Yeah, do a review. Yeah, it should probably be a short book, right? What are you
1: volunteering (laughs) us for?
0: (laughs) I don't know. Everybody read the one minute manager. (laughs) Brandon's got a head start.
1: (laughs) It's actually a really quick read. I'm told. What
0: the hell is that? Did you see if there was like an audio
1: book available for that? No, it's, it's really actually a pretty small book at this. Just... <laughs> I read almost all of it in 40 minutes the other day, but.
0: Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's yeah, pretty short. It's just the fact that it's a book. Have you had, well, I guess if you haven't read the self-help books. <laughs> the thing about self-help books is like, there's like one valuable piece of information for every chapter and the rest of the chapters just fluff. Mm-hmm. And. It's like influencers. It's like influencers have a good point, but they got to pad everything out. You know what I mean? And they got to try to sell it. I feel like a lot of people, too, they're like, you'll be like, oh, you know,
1: I, I watch this movie or I watch this movie. And they're like, oh, but have you seen the book? Like, it's almost like they like have to like flex on you. Like, yeah. Like, oh, you watch movies? Well, I'm intellectual and I read books. Yeah. <sighs>
0: There's just almost like, hey, did you see that new thing at McDonald's? And they're like, I never read at McDonald's. And it's like, you don't have to say it like that. <laughs> I'm a vegan. <laughs> uh, of course you are.
1: <laughs> you probably read freaking books, too. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> I need to start a book club with like light hearted people like me. I would say light minded. <laughs> <Just probably. laughs> that would also be a quality. It's not that far off from the truth. People that are okay if you don't necessarily understand or remember everything from the book, but you liked it. Now, you talk about the one-minute manager, Brandon. So you're reading this for your job, right? Because you're moving into a a new position. Yeah. Well, there's this book on here called Ask Iwata. Uh, So Toru Iwata was the CEO of Nintendo for a long time. So Iwata would, as a CEO of Nintendo, which is a big company, I mean, it doesn't have as many employees as Walmart, but it's not a small company either, you know? But he would meet with every single employee on Nintendo's payroll for an hour every year. And just like he would talk to them a little bit about them and how they're doing and stuff like that. But then he would try to get like a very detailed breakdown of how it was going in their job. And he said he uncovered so I many having a
1: hard time paying attention. Just knowing this is about a book.
0: <laughs> 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 I thought you might find this interesting considering your new position. Cause I know you're trying to be a man of the people, right? That's right. So he wasn't like a CEO that was like always flying off on a private jet. He talked to every employee at the company for an hour. And he said he learned so much, well, obviously about them, but also about the company. And he was able to root out and save so much money because people were like, well, did you know that actually we have to fill out this report and then we have to wait a month and then blah, 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 blah. And he's and like, no, how would I know that? And so he learned a lot about his company and stuff like that. Um, I guess you don't have to read a book to learn that, but these are things. <laughs> I got an idea. That you can learn more reading a book. So. If
1: you ask me, if you're in your early 30s, should you be reading books? I don't know. If you like to do it, do it. It's a hobby. I'm not going to pick up reading books. <laughs> not anytime soon. Probably not never. Um, but I know Tom enjoys it. So, like, you know, if you want to read, read, as long as you're doing it, like, anything else in moderation. You know, I think there's probably people who spend more time reading books than they should. Maybe they're not getting their house clean or not going to work or because they're busy reading books. <laughs> I don't know. Tom, so. I got a
2: question for you. Yeah. When you're reading the books, is this a ebook or is this an actual book?
1: Oh, you it's... like turning the pages or do you have a Kindle?
0: Yeah. You yep. like turning the pages or hitting the button? I like reading real books, but typically the most time that I get to read is right at night when I'm laying in bed before I fall asleep. And I had a, what a book light <laughs> that clips onto your book, you know, like a little bitty flashlight, you know, but uh lady Prego was quite sensitive to this book light. <laughs> she didn't like it. <sighs> I would hear, I would hear her snoring. Then I would click on the light and she would like roll over immediately and say, I can't sleep with that light. On. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> I was like, all right. So, I switched to eBooks then. And now I have a, it's called a Kobo. <laughs>
1: That's probably a knockoff Kindle because it's too cheap to find a <laughs> real thing.
0: I had a real Kindle, but Amazon made me angry in multiple ways, so I sold my Kindle and I bought a Kobo. Uh, it's an e-reader, so you look at it and it's just um, it's the e-ink. You guys have probably never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> here's, here's what I propose
1: to, uh, to solve this great debate. Thomas, we should pick a topic. And Thomas can research something that neither one of us know really much about, and Thomas is allowed to for the next two weeks to research the topic using only books. And I have to research the topic only using movies and documentaries and things like that.
0: <laughs> Everything else. <Yeah. laughs>
1: well, no time. Okay, not just books. You can use any print, like anything an in print. And I can use anything in film and then beef. Can we'll, I use Google? No, no. You come up with a list of questions to ask me and Thomas and we will see who learned more about the topic than the other person and then we'll know ah. are books superior? <laughs> or are the documentary superior. I've learned a long time. Who's ago. the judge? Am I the judge?
0: Yes. Beef is the judge, jury, and okay. executioner. And executioner. <laughs> yeah. Remember that one sound effect he had for a game show that sounded like the electric chair? <laughs> He's like you got that wrong. <laughs> it's like why am I smelling burnt hair? <laughs> so, uh, we can do this, Brandon. I'm not I'm not trying to poo poo your idea. I'm just gonna say to make it clear, I gave up on trying to convince Brandon to read books a long time ago. <laughs> Probably in the fourth grade. <laughs> so, hey, I've read a book. I know he's read a book. <laughs> like at least I don't care. If other people don't read books, I don't care. I don't even try to convince people to do it anymore. It's like, what the hell ever, you know? We're all going to die soon, so just do what you like. <laughs> but, I will say,
1: if you enjoy reading books, uh, <laughs> Pete Rose's autobiography is a good one.
0: That's, a, that's <laughs> the one book recommendation. It's the only for- one you've read.
2: <laughs> yeah, I
1: don't really have a lot of others to judge it against, but uh, it's the only one I ever made it through.
0: That's the only time Brandon can give a book recommendation. My prison
1: without conscience. bars. <laughs>
0: <laughs> My prison without bars. Yep, that's the name of the book. Because they don't serve alcohol in prison. <laughs> <laughs> I think that let me double check that. How did I say that? That's moment? a joke, Brandon. <laughs> no, I know. I'm just
1: making sure that I quoted that right.
0: Beef, what's the one book you read? Yeah, Beef's over there laughing Jeter. like he's been a
1: big breeder.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what would you say, Beef? Uh, the Derek Jeter autobiography. <laughs> Man, I'm really a involved with a couple of intellectual heavyweights here. <laughs> maybe maybe we should have a guest on the podcast who's an expert in something they could just have read two books about the subject <laughs> Did you go to school for criminal justice? Nah, I read two books about it, though. <laughs> Stayed at wow. Holiday Inn last night. <laughs> <Yeah>, exactly. <laughs> they could listen to two audiobooks on the drive Maybe we should just past. get Pete Rose and Derek <laughs> Jeter to come on the podcast. Well, hey, if they're there we go. If they're willing to, I have uh, a... That'd be pretty cool. would be more than happy to get them on here. So maybe maybe we'll take this challenge up, Brandon. We'll do a research uh, challenge, and Beef can be the judge, jury, executioner. All right, well, we, we got
1: to go. quit talking about books or I quit the podcast. All right.
0: <laughs> Does that mean it's time for your segment? It's buddy? time for my segment. In a world where most men struggle with mediocrity, one man is on a journey to find greatness, to be the best version of himself. That man is me, Brandon.
1: Hey, Tom. Yeah. Do you know what a salmon ladder is? A salmon ladder? A salmon ladder.
0: I have never heard that term in my life, but I'm gonna guess does it have something to do with swimming upstream? Well,
1: salmon swim upstream. I think it's actually a workout thing with the pegs on the pegboard and you like work your way up as I'm demonstrating right now. <laughs> uh just a a a little piece. Beef is not actually gonna be part of this. We we had decided that we needed to redo this segment and man, it was really funny and Tom smacked himself in the head, which he does all the time, but uh, he freaking forgot to record it, so.
0: Uh, Yeah, this is uh, my fault. Uh, Beef will not be present for this segment because uh, he agreed to stay five minutes later than he told us his deadline was so we could redo this segment, and I forgot to hit the record button, so. Anyway, (laughs) the salmon ladder just seemed like a good little seafood analogy. Uh, (laughs) I
1: took a new job.
0: Brandon is in a new role, which is not a pun. At his restaurant that he's We been don't have
1: rules at Texas Roadhouse.
0: Okay, yes. Oh, okay, yeah. That's We right. have biscuits. That's right. At Brandon's, what do you call it? A casual seafood dining restaurant? Casual
1: dining seafood. Okay.
0: Uh, which you've been at for nine years, you yep. said.
1: Just had my anniversary.
0: The mo- Full-time most of the time, sometimes part-time. Yeah. Uh, you've been a server most, pretty much that whole time. Yep. But now, what's the rule now? Now I'm in charge
1: of the servers. <laughs> he's... I'm the, the head, head server.
0: The you're, big guy. You're the king of this castle, right? Yeah. Well, kind of. During your shift. There's a general manager. He's like the king of the castle. <laughs> and you're sort of like a lord. Yeah. I'm, or still, a
1: I'm the lord of the servers.
0: <laughs> so I know that we talked about this because you've been thinking about doing this for a while now. And yeah. You, you kind of wrestled with the decisions. I've been thinking about
1: it for nine years. <laughs> I mean. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'd worked there about seven, eight months, and, you know, I had an opportunity from then to, like, become, like, I don't know. There's like a training program to be a manager, and then I would have had to move and go somewhere else. And and finally, uh, it became an opportunity to to take the position without having to do some of the training that had been necessary in the past. And I also got to stay at the same location, which was uh, yeah. what well, ultimately you know led me to finally decide to do
0: it. Well, I know because. When you're a server, you might not make a lot of money one day, but then you might have a really good day. Uh, ball
1: out one day.
0: And I know you really like that, because he would stop by my house and <laughs> he would open his wallet. He wasn't showing off, but he would open his wallet for something. I'd see all these $20 bills, and I'd be like, dear God, <laughs> it's would like go to the bank. <laughs> but like, I know you got used to like having that, where the balance of, well, this might be bad, but I'm going to have a really good day sooner or later. But now yeah, you got a steady a, paycheck, right? There was a
1: ton of flexibility with it. I mean... If you wanted a day off and somebody wanted to work, you got the day off. That's yeah. not going to be the case anymore. Um, you know, if it was slow, you'd be like, oh, I'll volunteer to go home knowing that Saturday, well, Friday was always my day. I opened the restaurant, closed the restaurant on Friday and I was in a good section all day. I never took a break. I just ate on the fly and you know, it was pretty easy to make 300 plus dollars, you know, on a Friday if yeah. you stay all day like that. So, um, you know, then you take on like a holiday, a Mother's Day, Father's Day, Valentine's Day situation like that, and you mean you can be mid 400 dollars. So
0: <laughs> one day,
1: yeah, those days aren't going to happen anymore.
0: No, but you said you got benefits now, or better benefits. Yeah, have, now. I have
1: I have benefits now. I have health insurance, dental.
0: Do you have like a steady schedule?
1: Uh, uh that I'm not sure, sure yet. Not, not uh, not. I have four weeks where I I'm going to be a salaried employee. But for the first four weeks, I'm technically um, in a training program where I have to clock in for 50 hours. And then after that, I'll just be salaried. So uh, I don't know why I clock in because I get paid the same. It's it's kind of weird. But I think they're just monitoring that I'm actually there
0: learning. Okay. So I know that there's practical reasons why you like this better. But big picture, is this another step up on the proverbial salmon ladder to your dreams that's right
1: (laughs) trying to be the king salmon someday
0: (laughs) as as in you want to have your own restaurant someday right
1: or uh maybe you know run a fancy restaurant or something along that line so it's another feather in my cap to get to that a chance to learn i've learned already quite a bit you know my first day as a new manager i did prep work in the kitchen i've literally been there for nine years and you know carried some of these things out to guests for the last nine years and didn't have any clue you know how to make them so it was kind of cool to get to see how the things are made like the kitchen's a whole nother environment than like the front of house um you know when you're on like the line or the grill guy or whatever that's a very fast paced it's all fast paced back there but like it's kind of quiet in the kitchen at sometimes but you're not used to in the front of the house mm. So there's kind of some serenity back there for some
0: of those people. So, some people are just in the zone?
1: Yeah. You got got your headphones in doing what you do and That's cool. Yep. Yeah, making lobster pizzas.
0: <laughs> One day you might have your own restaurant. I know you talk about owning your own restaurant. If you own your own restaurant, that comes with a lot of financial risk and stuff like that. But with the Which I know someday to you, you're willing to take that on. Mm -hmm. But like, there's also the possibility that you'll stay with the company you're with right now. Yeah. I mean, and you could manage one of those restaurants, right? Yeah. I
1: could possibly, you know, take over as a general manager down the road at at a location. This gives me a chance to kind of learn, you know, more about the business functions of it instead of just the hospitality piece, which I've got pretty good at. But yeah, um, you know what? I know a little bit about it. You're not going to be in any industry for that long and not pick up some knowledge on it, but. Now I'm really learning about cost and labor and and all that and how to balance all that. So it's been exciting.
0: Good. I'm glad you're enjoying it. I know you kind of went back and forth on it for a while, but you you don't seem miserable, which is a good sign. No, it's
1: it's been good so far. And I get – it's called the manager meal. (laughs) I get to eat for free every day, which has been nice because basically my last day of serving was – couple three fridays ago and my first paycheck was yesterday so i went kind of a hot minute there without any money coming in so <laughs> you made those manager. Yeah, meals basically count. uh that manager
0: meal came in pretty clutch like <laughs> yeah. kept me from being on the ramen noodle diet for the last couple of weeks uh i don't remember if it was visa or master visa or mastercard uh you remember those little credit card commercials where they would like list out like dog collar twenty dollars Mm-hmm, membership, mm-hmm. blah blah blah, and then at the bottom they would have something like deep or funny, and it would say priceless. Like that's what this is to me. It's like benefits, good, <laughs> steady schedule, good, steady paycheck, good, <laughs> manager, manager meal every meal. day, priceless. priceless. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what that reminds me of. You just <laughs> to me, you can't put a dollar amount. Yeah, on. I know you can, but <laughs> you can't really put a dollar. It amount absolutely on that
1: amount. <laughs> came in clutch for a guy that wasn't
0: getting paid. I remember the first time I was in a somewhat professional position where somebody said that I'd be able to re- eat for free at a restaurant somewhat regularly it's <laughs> just like i was on cloud nine the rest of the week <laughs>
1: that's what, one day me and donald opened up the restaurant and i was like it got to time that you know where we could go home and i was like dude are you gonna eat And he was like no man i'm getting out of here and i was like he's like why are you hungry i was like yeah if i don't eat like i'm not gonna eat like <laughs> he was like what do you mean i was like dude I'm broke. <laughs> i broke i need that manager mail <laughs> ain't got no money <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it's going to be a good thing.
0: Good. Well, once again, sorry. This was the third time was a charm, I guess. Yep. <laughs> the third time we did this segment, it was my fault that Beef wasn't unable to join us for this one. But we're actually going to jump back now to Beef segment. He's got a story yep. for us this week. He's got
1: a story. It's pretty good one, too.
0: Yeah, so we're going to kick it over to Beef now. And now,
2: that's Horse Crab with Beef. All right. So, as both of you guys know, and probably some of the listeners know, that uh, me and my wife recently had our baby shower last weekend. It was a drive-through baby shower because of the regulations. Drive through baby it's kind of
1: drive-through
2: baby like shower. Drive-through baby shower. Drive-through
1: liquor store in Illinois. No, that must <laughs> be Hawaii, <our> wife.
2: <laughs> but, anyways, we, uh, we got everything set up and just started pouring down rain the winds just started picking up to like 40 mile an hour like it was it was nuts like you know holding the tent down even if it was staked down it it was a heck of a baby shower (laughs) literally shower (laughs) (laughs) baby
0: shower (laughs) i'm sorry to hear that beef i feel bad one of our mutual friends texted me and asked did you watch this on facebook live and i was like I didn't even know it was on Facebook, so I'm sorry, Beef. I didn't mean to not support <laughs> you. Then.
2: It's all good. <laughs> but I, yeah, that's my uh, that's my horse crap. The weather uh, didn't work out, but it did get sunny out about an hour after that. But
0: <laughs> Eventually.
2: It was already soaked and uh, all sweaty from holding the tent down and everything. That sounds
0: stressful. How was your pregnant wife after that? Uh, she was Okay. Beef,
1: you know what this reminds me of, don't you? Do you remember going to, <laughs> I want to say oh, it was... Fountain Central. Was it Fountain Central? The snow? No, no.
0: Oh. I think it was Covington. Co- was I was going to say Covington. The, was oh, it wasn't basketball, it was it? Volleyball. was volleyball. No, the tel-
2: I tailgate? The
1: tailgate. I don't remember. The tailgate, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so,
1: were we seniors that year?
0: I think so. It was
1: our senior year yeah. of high school, and uh, our girls' basketball team was pretty good when we decided to go tailgate before one of the games. and <laughs> We bought a tent. We took a grill. Man, we had everything. And we got it set up, and it was like freaking hell force, wind <laughs> and rain, like like a <laughs> little freaking tornado. And we did not give two shits. <laughs> we had a whole ass cookout there.
0: <laughs> Literally had guys holding the tent down, well, me and yeah. beef man the grill. That was the first time I ate something that Brandon whipped up on the grill. He made this barbecue sauce. I think it was like your own concoction out of various. Yeah. It's a secret mm-hmm. blend. Condiments. And I was like, man, this is really good. I was like ready to make fun of you. <laughs> I ate it. I was like, man, this is good. Put out an A5
1: meal in the middle of an A5 tornado.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think Danny the was there too.
0: Yeah. My brother from Dan's oh, dogs was there. Is uh, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so. You didn't know it, Beef, but we were just preparing you for <laughs> your future baby shower.
1: We'll have to uh, we'll have to upload that to the social media. I actually have a couple pictures from that. Oh, the that, pictures
0: so. from that? Yeah. When there was like a biblical storm?
1: <laughs> I don't know about
0: you, Beef, but I feel
1: like Tom doesn't get a segment this week. Like, I feel like the whole show was kind of his segment.
2: Yeah, it was pretty much his segment, the yeah. whole show.
1: I feel like we've done enough reading for one day.
0: <laughs> You mean talking yeah, no, about it? no more yeah. books
2: this episode? <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Well, it looks like I'm over, like I'm outnumbered here. So I guess we'll just go ahead and wrap it up there, huh? Yeah. Tune in next week to see what we're going to talk about. Not next week. Oh
1: yeah, a couple weeks.
0: <laughs> Two weeks. Yeah, i will have
1: some stories of trials and tribulations of being <laughs> a new manager.
0: <laughs> yeah. is going to tell us how many times he said, "How's everything?" <laughs> <laughs> Let me know if you need anything. <laughs> And you start telling people about your podcast. I'm sure that'd be a great time for that. Yeah, I think I'm going to
1: pass out business cards on my tables.
0: By the way, what is I here? I have a podcast. There we go.
1: Then I'll get fired for <laughs> fun with pencils or whatever Tom's <laughs> book was.
0: So, yeah, we can't have this guy on staff.
1: All right, guys. Well, it's good to be back. Hope you enjoyed the episode. And uh, we'll see you in a few weeks. Beef, you want to say
0: goodbye?
2: goodbye to uh the listeners <laughs> no goodbye to my
0: petunia. <laughs> oh
2: <laughs> yep. see you everybody see you uh in 2 weeks <laughs> uh.